Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ramble. Hey guys, so in today's episode, we definitely talk about some deep and serious topics, and we just wanted to give a trigger warning in the very beginning in case you don't want to listen. In this episode, we dove into things about assault, and we did speak about the murder of Sarah Everard, so just wanted to let you guys know that that's happening, and if you want to listen, please continue listening, and uh, we'll roll the episode. This is for all you boss babes out there. Boss bitches. Pretty basic. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Pretty Basic. You have your your two co-hosts today. No guests this week. Me, Alicia Marie. And me, oversharing Remy Cruz. <laughs> I'm not... If you don't know what that reference was for, it was for our last episode where we interviewed Bretman Rock. Yes. Honestly, every episode, but especially True. last week. <laughs> last week when we, when we interviewed Bretman, Rem told a story about her first one night stand and her mom definitely texted her because of it. It was... You know what? My mom loves to just give me, you know some flack for the things but she also like loves like she loves she to loves listen like it. she's like I like to disconnect as your mother and listen as a listener <laughs> she's like Honestly, I need to very mature I know go mom um you know I I was realizing I feel like every every week I come back and I'm like you didn't need to overshare Rem. <laughs> you didn't need to overshare and it just keeps getting better but I also realized I think that you also can agree I'm pretty tapped out on 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 inappropriate stories now I think I've told every story <laughs> I really do. We still have oh, the beach one. That's true. Which we keep talking about, which um, <laughs> it will come out. But then also I'm like, have we over? Should I just keep something for myself? <laughs> I feel that way about a few things. I'm like, you know, Alicia, everyone can literally Google anything about you. Let's just keep a few things private. Yeah. 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 I you get know. that. I get it. Don't do it. But I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, hopefully you guys have been loving the guest episodes. Don't forget to rate. Um, we were actually reading some reviews of you guys that you left on the podcast and we were crying and feeling so much love. So we really appreciate whenever you take the time to, you know, rate the podcast. I know it may not seem like a big deal, but it really helps us out. And it's just, it means so much after three years, like still, um, still loving you guys still loving it just means so much people still listening i like will randomly i've been really into tiktok as of yesterday like posting tiktoks (laughs) yeah i saw your tweet where you're like it's about that time where i'm gonna post five tiktoks and forget for three months exactly (laughs) i even had people commenting being like see you next month remy literally so many people can relate to that me included but i was say um i was like doing my tiktoks and i would randomly just write things about like i showed like the disney disney channel music video yes, that i was finally. in like random things and people will comment back and be like oh like pb listeners know about this people like pb knows about this and i'm like i can't believe people like remember all the like how i sang the watermelon throughout the whole song people were like <laughs> you know what i mean like i forget that people know that and i think it's so cool that everybody remembers and, like we have this little family also can i give them the big news 
I mean, they kind of know, right? Maybe? Dude, I don't Question mark? No. We did indeed find our pretty basic studio. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. <laughs> We've had a lot of questions about this. So if you guys follow our vlog channels, if you don't, definitely go subscribe. Puts hair behind ear. Um, <laughs> we have always, you know, we used to record in a studio back pre-pandemic. Obviously, we've been recording from home. And now that the world is finally starting to open up again, which is so exciting, people are getting vaccinated. Um, that was a moment. That was a beautiful you know? note. Yeah. That was good. Um, we have been searching for a new office and one that is just ours that we're not sharing with other, you know, creators or anything like that and we went touring and we found a whole bunch of different places we actually posted a vlog about that but I don't think that it's out there I did tweet you You that we got accepted yes but it's almost fully final we almost have the keys we just gotta sign that dotted line we just gotta sign on the dotted line and it is good to go I am so excited it is like, you know, when you know, you know, mm-hmm. I knew we're not going to tell you the door. which one it was. But if you watch the vlogs, you might get a little sneak peek. <laughs> if you listen really closely and hear me screaming, you know which one it was. <laughs> it's like our dream space. And we're so excited that we get to finally make videos for the podcast. Yes, that's I, been a big question. I'm very excited about that. We've had a lot of people asking for years if we can record our podcast and put it on YouTube because we're so aware that a lot of people watch podcasts that way. A lot of other podcasts are doing it too um and the thing with Rem and I is we've always loved how this feels like just us talking it's not like a formal late night show or anything that's too structured um because I feel like we can just be ourselves and have like different conversations and stuff but we do want to bring that aspect and that element of having video because there's so many times we're telling stories and when if you could see our hand gestures or see our faces (laughs) like it makes it so much funnier and obviously we started on YouTube so we're really excited to record the pod we're still gonna have it very laid back like we're not trying to have it be like a show or too structured or fake or staged or anything we even talked about having two couches where we both just lay down and then record it I I think we we really should I think the squishmallows will be in attendance as well I just feel like I don't know I love the chill vibes but I hope for anyone who's nervous about it being filmed don't worry we're still gonna have chill episodes um and even even so like we're still down to record it with it not being filmed yeah if we have to so it's not like we're gonna like always have it this produced we'll still look fetus we'll still have no makeup like Mm -hmm. it's not gonna be oh no it's not like a we're not going full glam we're not doing a production every time getting our hair done (laughs) um but we're really really excited for that so we should be getting the keys hopefully sometime next week um and get excited for you know just content on all of our platforms from you know Redoing the studio, decorating, decorating it, setting everything up because we've got a lot to do. I know we have so much <laughs> to do. Um, so, yeah. Also, if anyone's parents happen to, you know, work at Sony or something and want to <laughs> help get, us out with some help cameras, us out with some what equipment we should get. That Please let us know. Thank you so much. Please Kidding. feel free to DM the pretty basic Instagram. No, <laughs> <laughs> no for real, please. Okay, so. You know, we're talking about some boss bitch moves. Obviously, the studio is a big thing. I feel like there's just a lot going on right now. There's a lot going on just to do with boss bitches and females and female empowerment. And I'm living. I'm living for it. I feel like, I mean, even just this past week or two alone, I feel like there's been so much going on just with International Women's Day. Um, Oh, my God. Can we talk about the Burger King? (laughs) I like... 
I legitimately cannot compute what happened. Like I, I knew I, I, I kept up with it and I was just like, this isn't happening. Like my brain cannot comprehend currently. Backstory for anyone who doesn't know and isn't aware on International Women's Day, Burger King, the UK tweeted women belong in the kitchen. Underneath that tweet was a thread of how they were saying how there should be more female chefs and they're giving a, a only 20 percent of yeah. the uh, wi- only 20 percent of the people who work in the restaurant and like food industry are women. Yes. So they were trying to, you know, promote that more female chefs should, you know, all of that. And I think it was meant to be satirical, but it just the I, like I when I'm saying I cannot compute, I cannot compute. It's like it didn't make any sense. Poor execution. Yes. It's like good intent, yeah. question mark, poor execution, you know? But I mean like it was on the same like saying women should be on the kitchen is the same thing as saying like that you know, make me a sandwich, bitch. Like, yeah. it's, it's the same thing. So I, I'm, what I hate is <laughs> when this first came out, I was just like, what are you doing? Like, what, was this purposeful? Were you purposely going that route to get this? Because, mo- I mean, everyone in the world was talking about it. Like, it was trending. Maybe it was for the shock factor was to it get people for that? to read. To me, what, <laughs> where I came to this conclusion was I was like, I guarantee a guy came up with this campaign. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. That is, I think that just solidifies everything. Like, you know, some, there was a group of dudes in a board meeting being like, oh my God, that's funny. Every time something like this or something horribly goes wrong, whether it's in social media or like a product or something, I just imagine a bunch of dudes sitting in a boardroom yes, being ties, like, suits this ties. is it. This and they're all like, it. yes, $100 million campaign. And this is it. I just don't it really was just poor it was poor execution but I think what made it worse is they doubled down Mm -hmm. that's like one of my biggest pet peeves about people is you can't admit that you're wrong okay so that's where I also felt a way about it and again this was just the the UK Burger King but still obviously it's International Women's Day so it's like all um I felt like all it would have all they had to do was include the rest of their threads in that tweet somehow and it would have been avoided yeah it's like quotes women belong in the question kitchen question mark and then it's like actually no um we need to have more like it could have been so much better yeah and then it's hard to when like clearly everyone's talking about burger king and it's like okay was this just a publicity stunt i hate being so skeptical of people and then i'm like well that's even more shitty i'm sure it was that's like this the sad part about it but like you said when people called them out they were like no like that's not I don't know. It was weird. No, I completely agree. I think that either they should have done that or they went about it the wrong way. Like, also, I don't maybe they didn't know, but like threads are often that threads get lost. People don't Most read people threads. Never see a thread, exactly. Yeah. So maybe they just didn't know that they should have consulted a someone who has a Twitter maybe before <laughs> doing this. But they let's say they went, you know, did the original tweet, did the thread. And then people were like, hey, this is fucked up. Like, you should apologize. The immediate reaction Delete. should have been. <laughs> deleted we're so sorry to anyone that we offended we support women we want women to be in the kitchen yeah in this way we want to employ them we want to give them jobs we want to offer scholarships yeah and like fully apologize it was a doubling down that made it so much worse like seeing some of the replies i was like wait what um so curious what your guys's thoughts were on that again i feel like if it 
I don't know. It's just no offense. Who's going to Burger King anyway? I saw a lot of people being like, "You mean Bur- Burger Queen?" <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been a funny thing for them to That's do. Just really be like, cute. We're t- for, for you know the week we're changing our names to Burger Queen or something like I don't know, whatever. Interesting. International Women's Day, whatever. <laughs> but a- again, it was just one of those like, huh? Moment like what? Trisha being like, huh? What? What? <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> um yeah so that was that was that when was that wasn't even that long ago that feels like forever ago that was like last week i think right yeah but we can stop talking about um burger king because they are not paying for us to talk about them <laughs> we also don't really support now so free. i honestly i never was a burger king fan you know what's so funny though if that was burger king uk i i don't know how burger king works and i don't know if that's a I'm whole other what the u.s separate, team was that's like what that's were they thinking? like uh-oh or were they like <laughs> What, uh, what do we do? Like, like, did they even tweet? I'm not sure. I don't know if maybe that was a whole like company wide thing that they knew about. That's I don't what know I'm if it was if they're, about. if they're franchises, small franchises, and the small like families that own the businesses are just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> buy her chicken fries, please. <laughs> okay, final update on that though. As of four days ago, Burger King UK did tweet, We hear you. We got our initial tweet wrong and we're sorry. Our aim was to draw attention to the fact that only 20% of professional chefs. In the UK kitchens are women, and to help change that by awarding culinary scholarships, we will do better next time. And they deleted the original tweet. Good. But they should have done that immediately. Yeah. Personally, that's what I think, but also appreciate that they apologized and realized their wrongs. Oh my God, did you watch the Meghan Markle interview? I that that's another thing that happened this week speaking of the UK yeah I um didn't I watched little clips here and there but I've listened to a lot of different like podcasts and things talking about it Mm -hmm. since then and my mind is blown blown I just don't I don't even know where to begin I think the monarchy is so I've never been the kind of person who's that invested exactly I don't wake up at 3 a.m. I didn't watch like the the royal weddings or anything like that um I of course I always knew about like Harry and William growing up like in the tabloids and stuff a lot of my extended relatives are like so invested yes are they like moms Mm -hmm. yeah like moms love it exactly um I mean I think it I think they they're cool I think the idea of a monarchy is very interesting but like I don't watch the crown is Mm -hmm. that what it's called yeah um and I don't really know that much but this whole thing is nuts but also at the same time not that surprising the more I I feel like I say this all the time I feel like you learn how much is all like fake all is publicity all is like even just publicist writing stuff like even like I don't know I don't know I mean I think that I mean, the big shock thing that I feel like a lot of people were shocked by, but also not shocked by, was the idea of there being racism within the oh, monarchy. Oh, my God. Which I think that, I mean, I, I can't speak on behalf of everyone, but at least for me, again, I wasn't, I was shocked. Like, just what Oprah said. Yes. Oprah was like, You're I not- was shocked they were talking about it. I wasn't shocked that it happened. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt, too. But when you think about the monarchy and all of the history that's tied within them and everything that's happened, it's like, there's some... There's a lot that's gone on there. You know what is shocking to me? When you take a step back and you realize that this is this type of thing, like this type of thing happens almost every generation where people are, you know, older, our old, our grandparents, for instance, you know, they're set in their ways because they were raised a certain way and they don't like seeing change, you know? But then when you look 5 million steps back, even looking at just like 
women's fashion and how it's changed. Like the first time women put on like pants, it was like, oh my God, you know? And now it's like so normal to wear shorts and whatever. And it's just, it's, it's just changed, you know? But seeing how people are still so stuck in that, oh my God, what if our grandkid or whoever was making the, and I don't want to say it was the queen or whatever, but I don't know who said it. People making that statement of like, what if this child is mixed or something? That to me is so like, how do people think that way still? Yeah, Yeah. it's unprogressive. It's hard to understand, I think, because we would never think that way. But it's just so much is rooted there. And again, it's not surprising. Yeah. I also, I mean, I have a lot of respect, I think, for Harry. Do you remember when he was like the Playboy? Do you remember when he was like an Us Weekly? Like I'd read my mom's magazines and be like, Playboy, Harry goes out to the clubs and parties because he probably, well, he's never going to be king because Mm -hmm. of obviously William and then all his sons and things. Um, But I think I have a lot of respect for what he did. I have a lot of respect for Meghan Markle for speaking out. Oh my God. I think that takes so much courage oh yeah that's that that diminishes it I'm trying to think of a better word than courage but like to be willing to lose everything but then also like you can't lose what you didn't have anyway type thing I think that they I think it's cool to see how in love they are with each other and how much they want to protect each other and their family and things Mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting to I I would love to know the difference of like the general consensus of the states because I feel like the people that are invested in the states are very much on Meghan Markle's side of just like, we hear you. We're like, we hope that you guys are okay. Like, it sounds like you guys are doing better. You know, glad you got the help that you needed. But I'm curious to know what the general consensus is in the UK. Yeah. Because that's their queen and that is their monarchy. And I'm so curious to know, like, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people over there are like, you know, screw Megan. If you live in the UK, can you tweet us and tell us like what the overall like gist of it feels like on your end? Because even and I was trying to find the quote, but even in um, the few clips that I did see, because, again, I tried to watch the whole thing, too, and I couldn't find it. um, I can't find the exact quote, but basically it, it was saying how the press don't report on news they make the news and Mm. seeing them say harry the playboy it's like oh that's a a narrative like let's make him this character like we we honestly have no idea like i remember being little and like reading the u.s weekly tabloids and stuff at the supermarket and being like oh my god they got divorced you know what i mean when like oh my they never got yeah you know what i mean that's so crazy i would love to know i mean like there's so many celebrities that speak out and are like mm, this is not true. yeah <laughs> not true like who are these quote-unquote sources I say mean, and this even goes back to what we were talking about a few weeks ago about britney and how the media really made her look a certain way mm-hmm. and it's just like it's crazy how we all fell for that because now it's easier to look and be like oh there's two sides to a story oh that's just what this journalist is making them look like like they're making it look like she lost her mind, but like we actually, we don't know that. You I know think what I mean? also something that kind of gives celebrities and people who are in the public eye an upper hand is they have their own social media now mm-hmm. to take a stand or to paint their own yes. narrative of whatever versus just having tabloids write these crazy things. They can't say anything Even, back. Can you imagine actually being famous 10, 12 years ago when you had no actual way to tell your fans stuff? Like yeah. everything was through an interview, a magazine that was like perfected. Um, even I don't there was literally no way for you to actually even in an interview, you don't have sole control over no, over what they twist put things out. so much. Yeah. yeah. So 
I mean, think of how many influencers or even celebs now, when something comes out, they quickly go on their stories or Instagram or whatever. And they're like, oh, no, that's not true. Yeah. Like, that's insane. You get to control your own narrative, which is really great. The thing that bothered me the most and still irks me to this day since watching the Free Britney documentary is that was that one uh paparazzi that was towards the like middle end yes in the way that he was speaking like he was like he was a part of her team or something denial the way he was like oh like i was on britney's this like i we follow we'd follow her here we'd do that like i think it was his car in which she beat with the umbrella at that gas station because he was relentless if you have not seen the documentary essentially there's this part where one of the paparazzis of the famous photo that went viral back then when Britney shaved her head and she had an umbrella hitting the car he was the one who actually took that photo like I guarantee you have seen this photo oh yeah the green umbrella and he was in this in the documentary and people were interviewing him and he was in such denial because the interviewer was saying like oh why didn't you stop when she told you to stop and he was like oh no 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 no. like I mean there'd be times she would say leave me alone but she only meant like at that moment she didn't mean in 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 general, forever. forever. He like, was so proud of it so, too. It yeah. made me so mad. And I think that's just how you live with a guilty conscience when you have to tell yourself like, no, when you're making millions of dollars off of someone's meltdown. Yeah. I'm sure oh that's God. his like weird way of coping with it. And I'm sure a lot of people like that or who have done things like that. And I'm sure that's how they cope. Um, So speaking of, we actually had a fan DM me and they said, hey, I don't know if you've seen Kim Kardashian's stories, but you should talk about this on PB. And I was like, what? So then I go to her stories and this is so fitting. She literally put so many stories on her um, stories. <laughs> um, so she posted a whole bunch of stories and I have to read them. You guys, um, they're, they're gone now, but I will maybe we'll put them on the stories of PB's Instagram or something so you guys can see it. But she put. So I finally watched the Britney Spears documentary this week and it made me feel a lot of empathy for her. The way the media played a big role in her life, the way it did can be very traumatizing and it can really break even the strongest person. No matter how public someone's life may seem, no one deserves to be treated with such cruelty or judgment for entertainment. Looking back at my own experience, I remember a time when I felt this way. When I was pregnant with North, I was suffering from preeclampsia, which made me swell uncontrollably. I gained 60 pounds and delivered almost six weeks early. I cried every single day over what was happening to my body, mainly from the pressures of being constantly compared to what society considered a healthy pregnant person should look like, as well as being compared to Shamu the Whale by the media. (gasps) Looking at all of the photos of myself online and in the magazines made me feel so insecure, and I had this fear of wondering if I would ever get to my pre-baby body back. I was shamed over on a weekly basis with cover stories that made me so insecure, my um, so painful I couldn't leave the house for months after it really broke me. Luckily, I was able to take these frustrating, embarrassing feelings and channel it into motivation to get where I am today. But to say this didn't take a toll on me mentally would be a lie. I'm sharing this just to say I really hope everyone involved in the business of shaming and bullying someone to, to the point of breaking them down might reconsider and instead try to show some understanding and compassion. You just never fully know what someone is going through behind the scenes. I've learned through my own experiences that it's always better to lead with kindness. Um, Then she just posts a few different covers of tabloids that people put um, of her. And there's different ones of her just being pregnant, like a normal pregnant person. And it says, Kim's worst nightmare dumped at 200 pounds. Devastated, Kim finds comfort in food as Kanye gets close to a sexy blonde in Paris. Can you imagine being... In a relationship, pregnant, 
and that's on the cover of your in hormones touch. are all, you're already going through so much and I literally like there's just fo- such unflattering photos of her and then it's like star magazine Kip, pregnant kim's nightmare 65 pound weight gain binges on pasta cake and ice cream and i'm like who are your freaking sources oh my god and then she's wearing the white and black um dress and then is told she like is compared to a shamu oh my god and um, Kim sobs. Even my armpits are fat, and it like closes up on just like literally just like skin folding. Literally, like she's pregnant, and it's like I'll never be sexy again. And she posts probably there were so many. I screenshotted a handful, but she posted so many more. We'll definitely put these on the pretty basic stories. Um, pregnant Kim whines. This baby is ruining my life. I can't stop eating. Like such unflattering photos of her. Um, this is so sad. Shocking new claim paid to get fat already a staggering 205 pounds. Pregnant Kim is accused of scheming to make millions off her massive weight gain. Um, and then uh, what really pissed me off was there was one photo, um, of a magazine comparing her and Kate Middleton because apparently they were both expecting at the same time like they were supposed to have their babies the same month and they were comparing what like kim should look like oh my god and i was just like what like they're like both of these stars are due in three months can you tell or something like and it was just like wait what and this was not long ago and granted these are tabloids and stuff but again i feel like you really like that that takes such a toll that breaks my heart because I can't, I cannot imagine what that's like going back to the Britney stuff and then kind of what Kim was talking about. Like I, what I know personally is sometimes, you know, when I'm not in a good place and I start to get comments about my character or, you know, even if it's a superficial thing, if I'm not in a good place, I start to believe those people. Yes. You start to believe you them believe the because lies. you're, you're, you don't understand. Like you're already trying to figure yourself out. People are telling things about you because they assume and you're like, well, maybe they're right. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're right, which is so hard. And you almost have to do like double the work to mentally treat yourself from those things and be like, no, they're wrong. They're wrong. And then still kind of figure out what you're going through. Yeah. Essentially. I can't imagine being on the cover like going. She's just trying to go to the grocery store. To she's buy just some- eating with friends. We all eat multiple times a day. <laughs> we just don't get paparazzi. Like, I don't know. Again, I whatever you feel about the Kardashians, like anyone, no anyone can that. say like, that's not OK. I feel really, really bad for her. I really do. No one deserves that. I just I feel like I. I hate when people say celebrities are bitches and I'm like, you have to be when this is what most people are trying to get from you. They're just trying to get a story. They're trying to get money. Like they're commenting on like, I would be so closed off to like new people too. Or even, do you know what I mean? Like just assuming people are, I don't know. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen the video of Jennifer Garner when she, she went to, I believe it was Ben Affleck's house because they're, they're divorced, but they have kids together. And I think he had relapsed or had like a a Mm. night where he just got like too drunk or did something. And like the paparazzi caught him and like followed him home and they were all standing outside their house or something. It was, no, no, no. It, like, I think he was in a car. He looked bad. Oh, no. And um, the video of Jennifer Gart, I love Jennifer Gart. Yeah. She goes outside and she's just like to the paparazzi. She's like, look, guys, like, can you please just give us some privacy? Like, we yeah. really, really, really need it. Like, please, please, please. Like, begging them, but so politely, but like begging them to be decent. And it's so sad that she had to even do that. I just, I, I also can't imagine what it's like when you're like, oh, that's my dad. Yeah. You know, like, like, no. Or that's literally 
my brother or oh yeah or that's your dad or your uncle and you're like oh my god it's just I I don't know I I I really I feel like I can't empathize because I don't understand what it's like to that magnitude but I'm just like damn no wonder so many celebs go crazy like I get I understand why Britney went like hit the car I do I really I I get it I get it Oh my god! Oh, and then yeah, like yesterday, did you see all the posts about? Um, did you see a lot of posts of girls talking about how they've not felt safe outside, or they've had to text their friends like, "Hey, let me know when you're home," or they don't feel as comfortable going out. I saw so many bloggers and people posting on their stories like, "No, not all men are um, rapists. However, some are, and this is why we don't feel safe yeah. walking out and about." I saw a lot of posts yesterday just on Instagram that people were sharing about how friends and girls have to text each other, hey, text me when you're home, I wanna make sure you're safe, or saying how they don't feel comfortable, like they wish they could walk home at night, but they can't for X, Y, Z reason. And I saw a lot of posts about it, but I just figured because of International Women's Day, um, not being that long ago, maybe that's what it was from, or I was, I didn't understand why there were so many posts about it, but I totally agreed with it. Um, Basically, there was just a lot of posts saying how, you know, like even when you leave my house, I'm like, hey, like, let me know when you're home. And it's just such a normal thing that girls do. This has actually been a topic of conversation a lot with TK and I um, and Ash and just how you don't realize things that we do innately because we're just programmed to get nervous if there's a group of guys and we're by ourselves and it's late at night. Yeah, It does not mean any of them are actual like pieces of shit who would do something no. at all. But it's the first thing you think of because you're a woman alone going down an alleyway and there's a group of guys, you know, and you can't help that. And it's just so normal for us to think that way. So there were a lot of posts about that. And I found out the reason why was because um, a a girl was walking home. I think she lived in London or the UK and she was murdered by a cop. (gasps) Yeah. Um, I don't know the full, 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 full story, but they, I just saw a, a article today saying they did find the body and confirmed it was her. Um, oh my God. Oh, I just got chills. Um, her name was Sarah Everard. She was a marketing account manager and went missing after visiting a friend and she was believed just to be walking home. That should have taken her about 50 minutes and she never made it home. There was a post that I actually posted on my story today. It was so good. And she was basically, it literally has almost 2 million likes because it's being shared so much. Um, I'll send it to you. But essentially it's this girl saying how women have all shared their live locations at once. We've all changed, had to change our shoes because you're like, oh, I shouldn't be wearing these heels like out late. If I'm like running around the corner, we've all held our keys in between our fingers at some point. We've all made phone calls real and fake. Like I've made so many fake phone calls just being like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I'll be there soon. Like we've all had to tuck our hair inside of our coats. And I was talking to my assistant. She was like, oh my God, I do that a lot. She'll like, she's aware that she has like long hair. So she'll put it in her hood if she ever feels unsafe. And I was like, oh, I've never, I've never done that. But like, that's so interesting. We've all ran down dark roads. Um, We've all theorized our escape routes just in case something was to happen. Even when it comes down to like, um, Oh, this one, this one got me that whenever we get in Ubers, there's that lingering thought that this could be it. Like there's been so many times I've shared my like live location in a car service because I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. Like there's just so much. And it just made me realize how that is so normal for girls. Yeah. Like every woman, even trans women, like probably even more. Like I'm like, there are so many things that are normal in us and normalized. Like I, I can't imagine just walking to the store at midnight by myself. I never would. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Where like a guy doesn't really necessarily have to think about that. I mean, yeah. I mean, even the the Uber thing, like mm-hmm. Cal and I, if we ever take an Uber, he opens, he would before open the door for me to be polite, obviously. And then I would sit in the car. He closed the door for me and then go around and then get on the other side. And it happened a few times where I would, you know, I'm very thankful. I'm so grateful. And I'm so lucky that nothing's ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. But that quick Two Second. seconds before he can get in, I'm like, they could easily drive away yeah. immediately. And it's, again, like, every Uber has always been so nice. Yeah. I'm so grateful it's, and it's so lucky. Not, it's not, we're talking just cards, car services in general, I mean, taxis, you just, whatever. You just don't know. Yeah. You really don't know. What makes me really upset about the story is, I mean, obviously a lot of things have changed, especially over the past couple of years, but... We're, we were always taught, like, you know, go to a policeman, go to someone, a yes. firefighter, someone of service who can help you. Yeah. If you're alone, you know, if you need help. And the fact that a police officer did, like, that's... Obviously, they're awful. investigating it and everything, but... That's um, awful. What's shitty, and the reason why everyone was posting so much about it was because, of course, there are fucking annoying people ass in the world who are saying like well not all men are like that like not all men not all men are like that that's why people are like yes of obviously not all men are rapists obviously not all men are gonna like drug me obviously like they're even but if one bad person does that i am going to be skeptical of all men because i don't know which of you are good essentially and I think that is something that really opened my eyes to of how like you don't need to feel guilty if you are walking somewhere and you do feel a little sketched out by someone because that's if your gut's telling you something you should listen to it definitely don't ever feel like oh I shouldn't judge that person like it's not about judging them or anything like that it's about like your safety and clearly this poor girl was just walking home like she was walking home that's so fucking sad. Sorry, this got really deep. <laughs> no, I'm, I just feel so bad for Sarah and her family. And I hope that all her loved ones are doing okay. I it's, Oh, my God. That, so that's fucking awful. So obviously, there's just been a lot about women lately, whether it's from Britney Spears to Meghan Markle to this story that's trending right now and even International Women's Day, I just feel like there's been a lot and as obviously as horrible as some of the situations are, it has made me realize like, wow, like women are fucking strong. Like seeing the community right now, I'm going to send you some of those posts because when you read the comments and people resharing and stuff, it's so, it's like chills worthy because you're like, wow, there's so much resilience here. Like you were saying and, um, Sorry to end this episode on a serious note, but I do think it's so important to it made this whole situation of reading this last story about Sarah made me realize how much I actually should mean it when I say text me when you're home. Because I always I'll tell you, I'll tell TK, I'll tell other people. I'm like, oh, yeah, text me when you're home. But do I ever follow up and say, hey, did you make it home? Like, are you okay? Or like just following up that way and actually meaning it and realizing even realizing hey I want you to know that I want to make sure you get safely home like and not just saying as like oh yeah drive safe like I don't know or even just it's a good reminder too I mean I'm almost 28 and I definitely feel comfortable walking around but not at even even if it's during the daytime like just being aware of that stuff so um yeah I think just check in with your friends um I think there's definitely been certain situations where I one time I walked home alone when I was in New Orleans and I yes. truly, I'm sure I talked about it on the podcast. I always forget, but I'm not even kidding. 
every day I think about that and I think how grateful I am that nothing happened to me because that could have gone so poorly. I didn't know that New Orleans wasn't a safe place. Yeah. I didn't I don't I didn't have a phone. My phone had died. Like I could have something serious could have happened to me and yeah. I I'm so thankful every day. And after after my New Orleans thing, I try to be as attentive as I possibly can. Yeah. Because I realized how lucky I am and not everybody is always that lucky. And so, you know, when I, if I'm walking, I try to be off my phone. I don't have headphones in. I only have one headphone. Yeah. I never walk with both. And I like, I really do try, but you never, you really never know. You never know. And also the thing that it comes down to also is even if you walk home every single day by yourself, just because you do it a lot doesn't mean that something still can't happen in one of those instances. And I feel like I don't want people ever feeling like, oh, no, it's fine. I do this a lot. Like, I mean, I felt so many different things when I read that. I felt angry. I felt sad. I felt like scared. Like I just it made it made a, our reality that we've always like felt more real. And it made it really sad to hear that. Um, And and yeah, which I will say not to segue weird, but I've seen so many really cool self-defense things on TikTok. Have you seen the keychains? Oh, yeah. Like the cat keychains. Yeah. Like there's a, definitely a lot there. So if you ever get on that side of TikTok, I feel like I've been favoriting a lot of things like that. There's even um voice duet things where it's like a girl talking, pretending to be on a phone call yeah, with you and Uber. stuff like that. I personally keep pepper spray and a taser on me at all times but it's so shitty you have to do that it's shitty but I'd rather be safe yeah yeah I'd rather have that and feel safe because mm -hmm. even though I don't use it I've never had to use it mm -hmm. thank god I it gives me peace of mind knowing that I have it yeah I think the best thing is having a buddy system and having even like a code word or something figured out where like if Remy calls me and says you know the code word I know what to do right away opposed to like you know what I mean like yeah I think that's like one of the best things to do um I think also like these are just random tips, though, that I know. Um, you can set it up on your phone to have, like, a shortcut where you can say, like, hey, Siri, I'm being pulled over by the police. It'll, like, dim. Oh, it's going. <laughs> It'll, like, um, dim your screen. It'll start recording nice. on your phone. So if anything were to happen, yeah. then that's on film. Um, it also does, like, it, turn it turns your music down, turns everything so, like, you know, can you can be attentive. Um, also, if you are in a situation, you can click. This is if you have an iPhone, but if you click your um, power button, I believe it is five times, it'll call. I just read that. Yeah, I think that it's it's good to just know those things. It's good to, um, you know, if you get an Uber, you can tell you can send through the app to your friends like mm -hmm. this is my destination. This is how long it's going to be till I get there. Like you mm -hmm. can track me essentially just just to have like if I go to a hotel, I text my, text my mom the room number I'm in exactly where I am. Yeah. Everything like that. Just so that someone else knows I try. I do try my best, but you really do never know. Yeah. Oh my God. Completely. Um, I feel like these conversations are hard to have, but like there's a reason they're like hard to have. Yeah. Um, it's just, it sucks that this is our re reality. Um, but obviously this was a different episode than normal, but um, ladies, you are so strong. You are resilient. You are resilient. But um. I don't know. Just reading everything made me not only angry, it also made me scared. It also just it made me feel unsettled and um, breaks my heart. Yeah, it, it really breaks my heart. I just feel like and then even thinking back to, you know, the Meghan Markle interview and all there's just been a lot of talk about women lately. And I hope even though these are really bad situations, um, it also 
kind of makes us come together and be there for each other. And I, I can't explain the the sense of community I felt with some of the Instagram posts that I was reading yeah. of women just being there for each other. And I really, really loved that. So I know this was a different episode than normal, um, but we just we wanted to kind of have that conversation. Yeah. And I think another thing that kind of creates the community is the f- the hope that there will be justice mm-hmm. for people like Sarah, the hope that you know, there's there's so much justice to be found and had still to this day for so, so many different women specifically and just different awful things that have happened. But I do hope I, I think that, you know, us talking about it, people having these conversations, it kind of opens the floor and like everybody can again, this like sense of community is had yeah. with people who are just we're like hoping for the best and hoping for justice for these people so that they can rest easy. Yeah. All in all, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you guys next week with another episode. We love you. Bye. Bye.